on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. And we'll begin with the Irish Independent. We're back to this row between Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael over uh, the budget. I'm not sure members of the public really care about this. I think politicians and the media probably care. I don't know if people are sitting at home worried that three junior ministers wrote a piece in a paper. But anyway, it's on the front of the Irish Independent that Fianna Fáil is casting major doubt on Fine Gael's claims that nearly two million taxpayers would benefit from the €1,000 tax cut plan which is sparking a bitter row in the coalition. Finance Minister Michael McGrath is facing calls from Fine Gael to include large tax cuts in the budget. And Fine Gael is saying that this would allow uh, middle-income earners to get a €1,000 tax break. But Fianna Fáil sources now saying it's not appropriate to pick one measure at this stage when there's a detailed budget process yet to be undertaken. I'm not sure people are on the edge of their seats with that story. Uh, It's probably more a political story. The Irish Daily Mail health staff asked to volunteer for bank holiday work. This is the new boss of the HSE, Bernard Gloucester, pleading with healthcare staff to volunteer for weekend work to avoid the dreadful position hospitals were left in on the last bank holiday. So Bernard Gloucester trying to get rid of the notion that in some way hospitals shut down some of the vital services at sort of five o'clock on a Friday evening. He wants them to work over seven days uh, and he says wider services are needed in the coming weekends to avoid a substantial impact of overcrowding on hospitals, which would have implications for the rest of the healthcare system. So wants them to work weekends, including bank holiday weekends. The union involved uh, says that it won't succeed without more workers and creches. So what do the staff do if they have to work weekends? So that's on the front of the mail. On the front of the Irish Times, uh, they're looking at some of these protests, these anti-migrant protests. The Garda Commissioner saying that organised criminals and far-right figures are playing a role in recent anti-immigrant protests. Commissioner Drew Harris made the remarks to the policing authority. He defended the Gardaí's actions and denied members were taking a softly, softly approach to demonstrators blocking roads or carrying out criminal damage. And Drew Harris said the far right was involved in creating tensions and spreading misinformation. But he also says, interestingly, that organised crime groups are playing a part in engaging in conspiracy around preventing people to move into areas as well. Also an interesting one on the front of the Irish Times from Greystones, and we'll see if other towns follow suit. So there are eight primary schools in Greystones. And the parents' associations of the eight schools have agreed a no-smartphone code until children start secondary school. So obviously, teachers and parents are worried about children and phone use and anxiety levels and what they're being exposed to online. Uh, Some schools have previously adopted policies to limit access to smartphones for pupils outside the classroom. But this is the first time that all schools across an entire town have taken joint action so children won't be using their phones uh, until they start secondary school in Greystones and the initiative is called It Takes a Village so certainly an interesting one from Greystones The Irish Daily Star has two stories from 
Dundalk. Uh, I know a lot of people in Dundalk quite shocked at what happened yesterday. So the main story is roof fall horror. A man is critical after bricks fell down on the street and there's photographs of emergency crews on, at the scene on Dundalk's Clanbrassel Street after a passerby was hit with falling bricks. And of course Clanbrassel Street, very famous because recently US President Joe Biden went there. Uh, that man is in a critical condition in hospital. The other story in the front of the star also comes from Dundalk the news that Gardaí have identified a person of interest after a woman was found dead in County Louth. The body of the 62-year-old was discovered lying face down in blood at her home in Dundalk on Wednesday evening. A murder investigation has been launched. Gardaí believe that the woman died from a violent assault. Then the front of the Irish Daily Mirror, woman charged with double murder. This is a woman who's appeared in court last night, accused of murdering two men in 2014. Ruth Lawrence extradited from from South Africa and she's charged with killing two Dublin men. Uh, that's on the front of the mirror and in lighter news the front of the Irish Sun has an interview with Ryan Tuberty because of course it's his final Late Late Show tonight so the Sun uh, mocked up uh, a front page the greatest Late Late Showman and presented it to Ryan and he says he's humbled after 14 years hosting the Late Late Show and he says I've had the time of my life so busy day for Ryan and Tuberty gearing up for tonight's final stint as frontman of Orti's biggest TV show. And uh, Ryan has promised the session to end all sessions. Uh, and apparently there are some celebrity surprises that even he doesn't know about. So a few surprises in store tonight. Inside the Irish Independent, drink spiking. We're hearing lots of reports of it. We don't really have that much concrete data on how much drink spiking is going on. But there's new laws coming in. The Irish Independent says that drink spiking, which leads to a sexual or physical assault, will be punished by 10 years in jail. The new legislation will make spiking a standalone offence and carry much heavier penalties if the victim is harmed in any way afterwards uh, and ministers are expected to not oppose the new rules when the issue is raised at Cabinet next week. So spiking is where you put drugs uh, into someone's drink without the drinker knowing. It's kind of date rape drug is what it's called and it can be used to spike a drink before a sexual assault. So we're cracking down in this country on drink spiking. The number of spiking incidents has increased. Apparently 12 recorded in 2020, 106 recorded in 2022. But a lot of, of uh, spiking incidents go Unreported, so we don't really know the true extent of the problem. Now, uh, the star this morning looks at the recipe for a perfect holiday. So this is going to be a busy weekend uh, at our airports, a lot of people jetting off. And the recipe for a memorable holiday includes food with a view, a sunset with loved ones and a funny incident. Also, ticking off a bucket list item, seeing a landmark and taking a dip in the sea make a uh, getaway unforgettable according to a poll of 2,000 holidaymakers 85% of those surveyed said it was the unexpected moments that made a holiday uh, where you have stories I think you know when you come home and there's a story for years to come about what happened to someone on holidays for 43% spending time with loved ones is really important I'm sure for other people spending time alone is really important on holidays too but no need to go abroad on your holidays because the weather is gorgeous this weekend in Ireland 
Ireland. The Irish Sun says that Ireland will be hotter than Portugal, uh, Albufeira in Portugal this weekend. So we can all be very, very smug. If you hear of something, someone heading to Malaga or Portugal this weekend, we can use the classic usher. It's warmer here. Uh, Bookies yesterday predicted this summer could be the hottest ever. Temperatures are set to soar today and tomorrow because we have this high pressure system dominating. We're expecting highs of 22 degrees today, which is higher than southern Portugal. And uh, the weather looks good into next week as well. So that's nice news from the sun. If you're a Eurovision fan, you'll probably have heard this news. It's in the Telegraph. ABBA are refusing to reunite for Eurovision 2024 in Sweden. And it's kind of gas. I mean, there's a year to go and already they're ruling it out. So they they clearly aren't for turning. And there were all these rumours that in some way the Eurovision was fixed this year so that Sweden would win so that next year for the 50th anniversary of ABBA's win that the Eurovision will be held in Sweden. That doesn't look like it's the case, though, if ABBA aren't going to uh, reunite they say there's no chance of reforming for the song contest 50 years on from their win with Waterloo and they also dismiss the idea that they might write Sweden's entry for next year so it seems like ABBA don't have that much interest in Eurovision at all and won't be reuniting for it next year in Sweden and finally staying with music from the mail uh, Dolly Parton has given her personal backing for an upcoming Guinness World Record attempt taking place in Kerry. I'm going to put this in my diary. It's called Dolly Day on June 24th and it's in aid of the Kerry Hospice Foundation. So the town of Listowel is attempting to bring together the largest ever gathering of people dressed as Dolly Parton and Dolly Parton is giving away a $10,000 stay in her tour bus. So she fully supports the idea. If you want to go on June 24th to Listowel you must wear a full head-to-toe Dolly Parton costume mimicking that worn by the country superstar in a public appearance or performance and uh, apparently Dolly's heard of the world record attempt and Dolly herself has donated two nights accommodation with five-star treatment worth $10,000 in her own tour bus that's going to be auctioned off to raise funds for the charity. Uh, there's a Facebook page if you're interested in Dolly Day but Listowel the place to be on June 24th. Now those are the stories making the headlines. You can WhatsApp us 87 106 On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This, this is Newstalk 